0: فَاشْرُفْ بِي بِالْعِلْمِ وَلَا تَبْغِي بِهِ مَا عِشْتَ بَدَلًا له مِنْ شرف عَظِيمٍ So, we were speaking about خَوَارِمُ الْمُرُوْءَةِ The ulama, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestow his never-ending mercy onto them they don't refer to a narrator or they do not see a narrator to have خوارم المروأة على الإطلاق unrestrictedly if he does some خوارم and he doesn't do others it has to be something that they see from him consistently and continuously It also has to be something that he's doing on a large scale because sometimes you do find some people who are being have been said about them khawarib muruah and they are from what? min They are from Ahl al-adala and a s-sidq and people of truthfulness and people of religion and the adala is not removed because of that If you look at the ulama and the people of knowledge if you follow and you look at the people of knowledge and their biographies you realise how much they have been followed up. You find how much they have been followed up. They've been followed up. One narrator, his ins and his outs will be known. Because the religion is connected to what he's going to narrate. So they look at his ins and they outs. Once they look at it, if they find that he has come with khawarim al مرتين, then they, they, they say this maybe is from an angle of من طريق الخطأ. Are you with me? But if they see that this man consistently and continuously is always coming with something that's خواري من مروءة, then he, they drop his narration. For example, Imam الإمام al-Baghdadi in his kitab الكفاية, he says, وَالَّذِي عِندَنَا فِي هَذَا الْبَابِ رَدُّ خَبَرِ فَاعِلِ الْمُبَاحَاتِ إِلَى الْعَالَمِ وَالْعَمَلُ فِي بِمَا يَقْوَى فِي نَفْسِهِ فإن غلب على ظنه من أفعال مرتكب المباحر المسقط للمرؤة أنه مطبوع على فعل ذلك والتساهل به مع كون ممن لا يحمل نفسه على الكذب في خبره وشهادته بل يرى إعظام ذلك وتحريمه والتنزه عنه وقوبل خبره وإن ضعفت هذه الحال في نفس العالم واتهم عندنا وجب عليه ترك العمل بخبره ورد شهادته so what is it that the scholars جميع, that Khadim al-Baghdadi is referring to? Is that the scholars, they would look at مَنْ وَقَعَ فِيهِ من الرواتي. They wouldn't just look at one narrator. They would see if this is a common trait that is present by other narrators. So is he alone in doing this? They will look at it. They will also look at what? They will also look at the individual. Is it once or twice that it occurred from him? They will look at that, they will observe that. <coughs> The fifth shark that's looked at is Allah yakuna murafalan. The fifth and last condition for Adala is what? Allah kuna murafalan. That the narrator is not mugafal, he's not heedless. يَقْبَلُ التَلْقِينَ What is it mugafal means heedless? That he doesn't accept talqin. What does taqheen mean? Tarqeen means that whenever somebody narrates a hadith to him and somebody gives him a hadith, he will know if it's his narration or not, and he will say, No, I didn't ever narrate this hadith, it has nothing to do with my hadith. He realizes that he's, he's alert. He's a but if he accepts any narrations that are thrown at him and he said, Oh, this is some of the narrations that you've narrated, and he goes, Nah, these are my narrations. Then they say, Yaqbalu talqeen. He accepts dictation. He accepts dictation so they don't take his narrations they don't take dictation لذلك الحميدي وعبد بن زبير عزيز جرح والتعديل ابن ابي حاتم that he said التي ترد بها حديث الرجل الرضا الذي لا يعرف بكذب هو ان يكون في كتاب غلط فيقال له في ذلك فيترك ما في كتابه ويحدث بما قالوا او بغيره في كتابه بقولهم لا يعقل فرق ما بين ذلك أو يصحف تصحيفا فاحشا فيقلب المعنى لا يعقل ذلك فيكف عنه وكذلك من لقنا فتلقنا التلقين يرد حديث الذي لقنا فيه وأخذ عنه ما أتقن حفظه إذا علم أن ذلك التلقين حادث في حفظه لا يعرف به قديما فأما من عرف به قديما في جميع حديثه فلا يقبل حديثه ولا يؤمن أن يكون ما حفظ مما لقنا Humaydiya Abdullah ibn mentions that the heedlessness in which a person's narration is rejected is when he's not known to lie. He's not a liar. But he's a person who somebody can come and say to him, oh, what you've written in your book here is wrong. You wrote a mistake in your book. And then he will accept that. He'll say, oh, yeah, you're right, it is wrong. And then he would accept what anybody tells him regarding his own writing. Then his narrations are rejected and they are left. Also, if he, keep, if he does mistakes between, for example, he doesn't know the difference between this and this. They ask him, what's the difference between this and this? And he doesn't know it. Or he writes it wrong. And sometimes when you write something wrong, you should, oh, oh, I wrote something wrong. You should automatically know, even if you don't go back to the original. Because of the fact that you are a person who's well aware of what could be said and what can't be said. If he doesn't know any of that, or if somebody comes up to him and says to him, You told... These narrations are yours. You know, and he goes, na'am. And he takes it quickly. But he's not known to lie, but he thinks he did. He's ghafir, he's heedless. He's unaware. And the fact that he's unaware is a problem. the hadith, the person has to be aware from the minute they take it to the minute they pass it on. They have to. So his narrations are not accepted. Well, that was when he tested... um, Yahya ibn was testing Abu Nu'ain Fadr al And Ahmad ibn was with him. He was trying to see that if Abu Nu'ain Fadr al Dukayn was what? Ghafil, heedless. And he would accept dictation. Dictation. If any narration can be told him, and he would accept it. So what he did was he brought a couple of narrations to him. And each, between each, he brought five narrations that were his and five that weren't his. So he placed each one, each narration. Of he, between the two narrations he placed one narration that wasn't his. So would say one narration, it's Abu Lu'aym the case narration. Abu nuaym would say, oh, that's my narration. Then he would tell him a narration that's not his. And then he would tell him a narration that's his. A narration that's not his. A narration that's not his. And a narration that's his. He kept doing that. So Abu nuaym first time he says it's mine. Then he does it again. But he says, this is not mine. And he asks him another narration, he says, yes this is mine. And then after that, he realized, Abu Lua'im Fadim Dukain realized Yahya ibn Ma'in is up to something. Because you keep, you could ask me once or twice, maybe, is this your narration? But you keep asking me, many narrations are not mine. You're up to something. So he felt, he felt that it was fishy what Yahya ibn Ma'in was doing. And Yahya ibn Ma'in, what was he doing? He was trying to check, does he accept dictation? Would he accept if somebody dictates to him? So Abu Lua'im Fadim Dukain became very angry. He took his leg out and kicked Yahya ibn off the stool on the chest. He kicked him with his leg. And before that, he looked at Ahmed ibn Muhammad and he said, You're a noble, honorable man, Ahmed. You're a man who wouldn't come up with this stuff. You wouldn't do something like this. And he kicked Yahya off the, t- off the chair. Yahya stumbled on the floor. He got up and then him and, Yahya went, him and Ahmed were together. And then Ahmed said to uh, Yahya, did I not tell you this man is a tiqa, he's a jabal he's a mountain, he's like this. He won't move. Uh, Abu Lu'ayn Fadl bin Duqayn doesn't move from his position. Yahya ibn Ma'in responded by saying, this journey of me coming to Abdul Razak ibn Hamam al-Sala'alim, because he visited before Abu Lu'ayn Fadl bin Duqayn, who did they meet? Abdul Razak. Yahya, and Ahmed, and Yahya both went up to Abdul Razak. So he said to him, my journey to Abdul Razak, and that kicking of Abu luayn Fadl ibn I prefer the kicking of Abu luayn Fadl ibn It was worth more to me than the journey to Abu Abdul Razak ibn al What does he mean by that? He means I now know, when somebody asks me about Abu luayn Fadl ibn and I come across his narrations, I know who I'm dealing with. I know who I am dealing with. So what was he checking him from? He was trying to see is if he was if he's going to accept any talqeen, if he's going to accept dictatorship. So, he, and what became clear to him was what? That Abu al Ayyan was, was was not a person who was, he was not a person who was mu'ghaffalan, a person who was heedless. He was not. So, his narrations to him, he got accepted. The third condition, the, the next condition is what? The third condition. When I say third condition, what, what do I mean? The third condition of authentic hadith, right? Now we finish the five conditions of adala. Now I'm going back to the third condition for what? li ghairi. Sahihulli dirti, sorry. What was the first condition? Ayyakula? Muttasil al The second one is what? Ayyakula? Ayyakula adlan. And the narrator is reliable, has high integrity. And now we're going to go into the third condition, which is? The third condition which is that the narrators who are narrating it are they have ضبط. ضبط means what what does it mean it means first of all let's categorize the ضب. Into how many types? Two. The first one is the first one is called Dabtul Sadr. It's called Dabtul Sadr. And it is precision by memory. The person's precision here is by memorization. They've they've got it off heart. And the second one is called it's called dabtul kitaba. This one is precision by what? Writing, Yahya ibn Ma'in said, "Thabt thab and Thabtani, Thabtia and Anabt are both what? They both mean the same." He said there are two. Yahya ibn Ma'in said, "He said Thabt al-Cadr and Thabt Thabt Kitabin. kitaab Thabt al and Thabt al-Kitaab." Abu Salih, a writer, Thabt al-Kitaab. Yahya said, and as for Abu Salih, he is a person who is precise. And he has precision based on what? Based on writing. Based on what? Based on writing. So the first one is called? It's called Sadr. What does it mean? It means fi Is that he memorized his narrations from the top of his head? and the memorization of it, he has it in his head strong. And this ضَبْط it carried on مَعَهُ إِلَىٰ حين مَا يُحَدِّثُ بِهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ As I said before, from the time he heard it until the time he narrates it, he has to have it with him. In that the times of the narrations are three times, right? From what we've taken. There's one called what al التحمل. Okay? And there's what? وَوَقْتُ ada. And the time of conveying, right? And there's a time in between that. Which is sometimes the exam when it comes, you get tested. They're testing you. Ulamat mm. al-Hadith will test you. They will test you in between what? وَقْتُ التَّحَمُّلِ And وَقْتُ الأداء. The person, the t- minute he takes it, mm, to the minute he conveys it, all of that time, he has to have what? Precision of it. And the time which is in between it, وَالْوَقْتُ الَّذِي بَيْنَهُمَا He has to have it with him. The second one which is which is called ضَبْطُ الْكِتَابُ is that أَن يَكُونَ الْكِتَابُ مَحْفُوظًا لَدَى الْرَّاوِي The book in which he wrote this hadith in has to be preserved with him. Preservation is important. وَأَن يَكُونَ مُقَابَلًا مُصَحَّحًا مُرَاجَعًا the book has to be, first of all, preserved, number one. Number two, it has to be muqabalan. He has to have compared it to the original copy. He had to have corrected the mistakes or whatever's in there. He also has to, mathalan he has to revise it regularly. Are you with me? to revise it and go over it and check it, if it's preserved, if it's, if it's intact. You can't just copy it and put it in a place and shelf and forget about it has to consistently be looking over it. Oh, are you with me? Very good. It also has to be what? If he's comparing it to, methalen, methalen, to other people who memorized it, he has to make sure he compared he checked compared to their memorization and he verified. He also has to be able to protect this book from any type of person playing with it or tampering with it. It should be protected from that. These are all what? These are all important points that have to be. And if he does choose to give it to somebody, if they bring it back and they, act, they add an extra dot, because he's got precision in his writing and he's got precision in everything, if they add a dot somewhere, a dot, because these dots that can change the difference between Abbas and Ayash. What's the difference? It's just dots. Sahih? So, and they're two different names. He knows the difference. Ah. He knows his writing. He knows what was written there. Because he's got precision in what? He's got precision in what? He's got precision in writing. Very good. So if he gives his book and he allows somebody to borrow it, they bring it back If he checks it and he realizes they put something in there, he needs to know okay what they put in and what was originally his. He needs to know the difference between the two. This is the tamiz that's needed from him. The example of Sufyan ibn Waqir, the man by the name of Sufyan ibn Waqir, he was a person who was not aware. If anybody wrote in his book, he would. So he didn't have Dabtul Kitab. He didn't have that. Very good. So if a person has Dabtul Kitab, what does he have? He has ضبط kitab. Is he allowed to narrate from ضبط Sadr? Is he allowed to narrate from his memory? No, he won't be accepted. If his dubbed, is from his book, the only t- when he wants to narrate, he has to narrate from his book. Are you with me? He has to narrate from his book. There are some people who, who have both. Allah has given them both, subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, his طَبْتُهُ is what? طَبْتُ صَدْرٍ and he's also got طبت كِتَابٍ He's got both. His kitab is صَحِيحُ المُقَابَل and he also memorized it from the top of his head. This individual is allowed for him whenever he wants to go to his book and whenever he wants to use his memory. No problem. Which one is better, both of them? The one who has both. The one who has, is both, is better. But the one who has both, which one is better for him? To do it by memory or to do it from his book? The ulama they say, it's better for him. Wa in For him to narrate it from his book is more befitting. The reason is because يحول, Your memory can deceive you. وَالْكِتَابَ أَبْعَدُ عَنِ الْخَطَأِ وَالْنِسْيَانِ And the what? The kitab, the book, is further from what? Mistakes and shortcomings. The fourth condition for a hadith to be authentic is what? Allah يَكُونَ شادًا. That it can't be shad. It can't be what? It can't be shad. What does shad mean? Shad means it's when a reliable person, this person is reliable. Okay? what's the term tikhah used for again? The word tikah is used. What do the Ulema by Allahu Is when the person's Adil is on point. And their precision, their dabta is on point. They use the third term, what? Thika. Are you there? That's what they mean. Thika means adala is in place and what? And dabta is also intact. So he's got adal, all the five points that we mentioned from adala. And he also has with him. He also has the tabt with him. His precision is on point. That individual, he opposes men who are minhu. Somebody who is higher than him. Either in uh, memory, okay? Or they're higher than him in what? Or they're larger than him in number. These people are more than him in number. He might be more, he might be higher than them individually. Okay, it's possible. Individually he might be. But because they're all thiqat, are you there sisters and brothers? They're all thikat and he's all by himself. He is opposing them in a narration. This hadith is called what? His narration, the one who, the one who opposed, what's it called? Yeah, the one who's by himself, he's called, his narration is called Shadha. What's the one on the other side called? Like the other ones. It's called Mahfoub. Are you there? If that narrator loses Thika, he's not thiqa he's daif, he's weak. And he opposes the thiqat. What's it called? What's the narration called? Munkar. Are you there? And this called Ma'roof. So the difference between Shah and Munkar is what? The individual, if he's Tikka or if that's the FARK. Are you with me? So if the one who opposes, when we say opposition, the opposition are one of two. He's Tikka. He opposes them one of two, either he opposes them and they, the individual he's opposing, him, he's opposing only one person, but this person's thiqanness is higher than his. How is, his. how is he higher than in terms of thiqa? In terms of memory, he's more precise than him. Okay, Adal is not looked at in this issue. What's looked at is the dhabd, he's greater than him in dhabd, so the thiqa, his thickness is higher. So the scholars, they say, مُخَالَفَةُ الثِقَةُ لِمَنْ هُوَ أَوْثَقُ مِنْهُ A thika opposed one who is greater than him. Are you with me? Good. Now we have a thika opposing other thikaat who are more than him in number. This is again another form of shahad. Why is it shahad? Because the one who is opposing is always a thika in both scenarios. But if that person who is opposing the thika is not thika, he's daif, he's weak, his memory is weak. He's no memory. He's weak at his memory. Are you there? What happens in this situation? He's not called Shad. This one is not called shan. It's called what? Munkah. Their one is called what? Ma'roof. But if he's Thika, their one is called what? Mah- uh, Mahfouz, and then one is called shan. We'll come to the issue of Munkar and Ma'roof and Shad and Mahfouf, we'll come to that, inshallah ta'ala. So what did we say Shad is? ما رواه thiqa is what a person who is Thiqa narrates مُخَالِفًا مَنْ هُوَ أَوْثَقُ مِنْهُ أو مُخَالِفًا جماعة Or he opposes an amount who are larger than him in number. And there's some who say مَا رَوَاهُ الْمَقْبُولُ مُخَالِفًا لِمَنْ هُوَ أَوْلَى مِنْهُ بِالْقَبُولِ Some say that. Are you with me? All of these ta'arif are mentioned and then la mushaahata fi ashtilah, as we say. Now, I want you to I want to ask you guys a question. Is shadh da'ifan? Is it min Is it from the types of hadith which we'll say is weak? Yeah? Yeah? Question now is why do we find that al Imam al Bukhari narrates a hadith the Ashad in sahih? Second question. Do you find the abrogated ahadiths, are they weak? Yeah? Yeah? Hadith which is abrogated, is it weak? Imran said, no, it's not weak, but it's not implemented. Jameel, that's very good. Are you there? Sheikh shaykh Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adim in Ethiopia, in the sharh of Sahih Muslim, he pushes the opinion that Shad is not weak. And he believes, he pushes that the Shad is what? Yeah? It's just like the abrogated one, huh? Are you with me? And he said, "It's also like the hadith, which is what. Muqtalaful hadith. The hadith, which is the muhtalahul hadith, which cannot be re- we can't. There's no which jama where we're struggling to reconcile between this hadith. What do we do? Adabul amal. There's no way to implement it. We don't weaken it. So he said, the hadith which is shahad, is just amal bihi There's no implementation that will be done on it. Are you with me, brothers and sisters?" But he says, It's not from the category of the weak narrations or the, that which is marduud, rejected. What do you guys think? Muhadditeen believe that statement that Sheikh Muhammad, Ali Adim in Ethiopia, and others might push is a discussion that the Usuliyin opened. Are you with me? According to the people of Hadith, Hadith Chadwitch is Daif. Like in Ulema, Hadith, they meet from it the issue of ضعف. or is it not ضعيف? Now, what I would say is that this khilaf is called khilaf التنوع. it's khilaf lofty. Because whether you make it daif or not, both of you are not going to implement it. No problem. Are you with me? One wants to refer to it as d'aif and the other one wants to, wants to refer to it as Sahih, but they are both agreeing there's no amal on it. Are you with me? No not one of them are saying that we implement the Shad. Are you with me? So the khilafiya is what? Khilaf love in terms of wording, application-wise, theory, they're different. But application-wise, both of them, in the world that we're living in, they're going to be doing the same thing. There's no different path that they're going to take. But two, on Sheikh Mohammed Ali Adam in Ethiopia's side, he is, in a way, pushing for the issue of what? He's pushing for what? That the ulama before, they would not consider the Shah to be a qism al-aqsam al-hadith al-mardood they would bring that in their sahih. are you with me they would bring it in their books of hadith and they would use it in their books because shad is only what is seen later all the other conditions are there مخالفة, opposition can be found when a person does all the jump of the hadith right <laughs> So, this is why he pushes it. And he has a very nice research on it, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adim in Ethiopia. I think he mentions it in his Qurat Uyun al Muhtaj, the He has a on it. you find it in there. He's got a nice couple of good pages that he writes about it. And his beautiful fawa'id out of it. But if you go back to, inshallah ta'ala, you can extract from it. And it's good to look into, inshallah ta'ala, make it a bit of your research. Inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to go more into the issue of Shad uh, when the time comes, And I think this issue of Shad, inshallah ta'ala, I really think good research should be done about it. Shad. A research, a proper, thorough discussion should be done regarding the hadith which is shad. And if somebody actually Specifically open a book of authorship for that وَاللَّهِ لَكَالَ It would be something very good. Last but not least, the last condition is what? أَن يَكُونَ مِنَ الْعِلَّةِ The fifth condition for the hadith to be Sahih is أَن يَكُونَ مِنَ الْعِلَّةِ That the hadith is safe from what? From defect. So what does it mean What does it actually mean that the Hadith is safe from defect? What does it mean? It means That it's basically safe from any form of defect there is. Whether that mistake comes from the ثقات, the reliable ones من غير قصد Without any intention. Sometimes a thicker, thabt, precise, grounded individual might do a mistake. That mistake is illa. Are you with me? Al-qadih riwaya it, it really slices through the narration, it really damages the narration. So this is what it means. How is it that this mistake can be seen? Because remember we just talked about some mistakes, we just talked about it, al that's a mistake. Are we, are we, that's a defect. That's an illa. When we say illa here, it is specifically illa which is غامضة. Khafi. It's not an illa which eyes can see easily. Are we all together? Because this type of illa only would, this illa means this defect would only be known when the person has Coming to the conclusion of this mistake and getting to the bottom of it, it requires and it needs from you. Looking at the different types of narrations, there are. There has to be opposition of the narrators who are reliable with those who are not reliable, and those who are other, other reliable ones. And why are they opposing? And who has more thiqat? Who's higher in that? All of that requires it requires also a person who sat with a sheikh every day but missed two or three classes and he wasn't there that day and he's a mudallis and he narrated the hadith with tadlis from a sheikh that he normally takes from overwhelming narrations how would you know he was missing from that gathering for those three four days which he narrated with that word ana, ana. this is what it is a which is which is khafi, a hidden defect, this is a hidden, these types of khata, these kind of mistakes la yattali'u alayhi ghaliban, majority of the time no one is able to be alert on that and no one is able to see that, illa a'immatul jahaabithatil nuqad, the elite, prominent scholars like shu'bat ibn al-Hajjan, Yahya ibn al-Said al-Qattan, Ahmed ibn Hanbal, Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi Al-Imam al-Bukhari, and muslim and abi and al-Tirmidhi, al-Nasai, al-Ibn-A'addi, al-Dara wa min al-A'immat nuqad And the likes of these ai And the likes of these ai They are the ones who will look into the narration. They are the ones who would observe it. And they are the ones who will get to the bottom of it. So, Imam Solid, powerful mountain. Can't be moved easily. He can't. Yahya ibn Sa'id al Qattan is the same. Rahimahullah, Rahmat al Wasiya. Al Imam Muhammad, Rahimahullah. Al Imam Yahya ibn Marin. Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi. Al Imam al Bukhari, Muslim, and Abi Dawood. Al Imam al Tirmidhi, Rahimahullah. Al Imam al Tirmidhi. Also, Al Imam al Darakotani, Rahimahullah. Also, Ibn Adi, Rahimahullah. These ulama were Amtari, and the likes of these, which we haven't mentioned. These are referred to as and they are called Aimatul Jahabidatin Muqad. They are each individually jihbid. Meaning they are elite, elite, elite scholars. They are elite scholars. And this chapter, this chapter, which is Kaunul Hadithi that the hadith has to be safe from defect, is what? This is the actual, the most detailed, the most serious, and the most important chapter in al hadith. It's the most detailed one. It is the most deepest one. You put your finger in, oh, whoa, whoa. you have to put your whole hand in there. Oh no, my whole leg. Go in. It's deep. It's not just surface level. Okay, and it's the most hidden. You see the narration from the apparent, but it's weak. ولذلك الشَّيْخ مُقْبِلْ عَلَيْهِ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ He wrote a kitab called أَحَادِيثُ الْمُعَلَّةِ ظَاهِرُهَا الصِّحَةِ أَحَادِيثُ مُعَلَّةِ These ahadith are defected. ظَاهِرُهَا الصِّحَةِ But when you look at it from the apparent, they're all here. All that which we mentioned, i'tisal al everything is there. Are you there, brothers? ظاهرها <laughs> الصحة <laughs> uh, 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 It's mu'allah, <laughs> <laughs> The hadith is defected. But really, the reality of it is that it's weak. It's not. But it looks sahih to you from the apparent. <laughs> so if a person wants to know a hadith if it's defected, and it's, it's got a defect in it, he can never be without going back to the who. It is obligatory on him He has to go back to the ulama Like those which we mentioned And that he doesn't in any way form or shape In any way form or shape He does not what? That he doesn't take a hadith من غير أهله, That he doesn't take it from its people okay? المختصين به Because we know فَلِكُلِّ عِلْمٍ رِجَالٌ every science has its people, has its men, has its people who stand up for it. The one who Allah gives ability, the one who has ability, the one who has an ability for something is the one Allah gave it to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has given him the ability. This issue, inshaAllah, is where we're going to be. Inni la ilaha illa We'll stop this point. inshallah Ta'ala. we'll stop here. We'll go to uh, the other points of the Sheikh Rahimullah. All we did today is we took. the sharah of Khabarul Ahad bin Nakhli Adlin Tamil Zabti Muttasil Serdi, غير معلل ولا شاذ هو الصحيح لذاته. That's all we took. inshallah Ta'ala we'll stop there for today because. Ibn Hajar rahimahullah, goes into something else, which is wa rutabuhu bi al So we'll sell, I go into that in more details. Anything which I have said that was wrong, incorrect, shortcomings or faults that might have come from me is from me and Shaytan. And Allah and His Messenger are free from it. wa Allahumma bihamdikashaduAlla illaAllah astaghfiruka wa-tawwalehi.